right, beautiful afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the Clubhouse Podcast. This is actually our 10th episode. So, happy 10th episode, everybody. So, of course, we're going to be having an amazing guest today. Really looking forward to this young prodigy. I want to see, you know, what he has in store for us. But before everything else, I'm your host, Zach Pena, along with... Miguel Mendoza. And yeah, like what Zach said, we have a very special guest today. He's a prima donna's actor, an all-out Sunday's GMA variety show member, and a guest actor in my Nila show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Vince Chrysostoma. Hi, Vince. Hi, Vince. Hi, Vince. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Super appreciated. So Vince, yeah, how's it how's it been in your acting career? Because if, if if you guys, if you listeners don't know, um, we've actually known Vince since high school. Like we were friends. Yeah. Like we 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 we'd see each other like in you know hangouts or parties or parties. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden I see this guy like acting or like you know getting big. So yeah, really proud <laughs> of this man. So yeah, how's that how's that been like? So far, it's been great actually. Um. Pero, wala eh, with this pandemic, parang everything parang kind of fell apart, like in a way. Because yeah. parang we've all had our plans na Like with GMA and everything. Me, as a person, I've, I've had plans na with them. But then when this pandemic hit, grabe, nawala lahat. As in, wala, we were all stuck at home, like literally everyone. And yeah. like what, you couldn't so, really do much projects because it was, yeah, everything was on there. Yeah, like everything, like all our shoots, like we had to move this off to a later date. Yeah, and it was all canceled. So it was really like a hassle for everyone. Yeah. So so since it's quarantine and you don't get yeah. to shoot, uh, what have you been doing so far? I'm sure you're like preparing also and stuff. So far, um, well, it's just mostly I've been doing a lot of school works actually, like yeah. especially right now since we're shooting this lot in June this week, June three. We've been having, um, like, like of course, a lot of group projects as well for finals. And I think mostly with this quarantine, I've been doing, um, usually I've been doing TikToks a lot. Like, definitely a lot of TikToks. Yeah. And <laughs> we've actually just started my YouTube channel. So Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you vlog? I, I usually, I'm going to be doing mostly um, dance covers or, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be trying out vlogging for sure. Exciting, yeah. Soon, soon, yeah. Soon. So, yeah, it seems like yeah, you have a lot of other things also besides you know acting. But is acting only like your profession? Like, do you also like model? Like, you know, do commercial shoots, billboards? Yeah, I'm for modeling. I haven't really like actually tried modeling, like legit modeling, like in a runway or something. So you're modeling, yeah, in school. Right. <laughs> right. Sure, yeah. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. For commercials, I haven't done any commercials yet. But yeah, with mostly I'm more inclined to the acting side to here in showbiz. Side. And of course the dancing. That all out Sundays is mostly um like a dance. Like it's like yeah, dancing, singing, and they all they also have anyway. Like on stage acting there so but i never tried that yet like on stage acting yeah. just mostly yeah mostly dancing and acting talaga so far yeah where, where did your passion for acting dancing and all of that come from actually dude ever since i was a kid 
like even before I could like read, I've been singing karaoke with my family. Like they've been, they've always like they always see me just grabbing the mic, really singing <laughs> without even actually reading, like getting to know how to read. So like they were like, wow, Vince, like he really wants like he, yeah. he's really good at like singing, dancing, and everything. Especially my parents, then because before my parents are really. Like they they really dance a lot. Like my parents, Siguro, that's where yeah. I got it also. And they also sing. Like most of my family, they like karaoke, especially if there's like a birthday or like a reunion. Everyone would just go karaoke or something. You just go dance and everything. And I think that's where my confidence also came from. Like in the in like family reunions, I would always be the one who's gonna be like um performing for them, like dancing for them, singing for them. And I think. That's where it came from, it. Like ever since when I was a kid, talaga. So, so from this like confidence when you were a kid, like is that where you noticed? Oh, okay, maybe, you know, it's something I should try since you know I'm doing it for fun, like I'm enjoying it. So you know, why not? Or like, did someone like reach out to you? It's actually a funny story because growing up, I never actually planned on like doing showbiz or anything. Maybe it, yeah. like, it came across my mind, pero. Never did I think of it becoming real. It's like growing up, like ever since you know, I go to grade five, grade six, I've already had offers from like Star Magic, from ABS, talaga before. So, but then my mom, it was my mom who mostly parang, didn't like that parang, the showbiz side of this. Parang she's not really like she's more on ano eh, like the academic side. Like my mom, she really wants me to graduate. She wants me to study a lot. My dad's gonna chill, of course. That's what that dads do. Just chill. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it didn't really. It wasn't really my plan at all. It was just like, okay, if it came, then why not? I'll try it. And then that's the thing that happened to me. Like I was just um in my condo. I was just hanging out there with my brother, swimming, until this person. There's this one person who came up to me. Um, well, it was, it was Sofia Pablo, if you, if you guys don't know her. She's like a celebrity in GMA. So you were like, oh, wow, you're a celebrity. So we got to meet each other. And then her mom actually was the one who asked me if I was interested with um, GMA. At that same time? Yeah, at that same time. So I was like, okay, since you guys are like my friends, okay, I'm going to try it. I'll try it. I'll try it. And then I, it wasn't really... And like I never really expected that they would offer me a contract after. So from there on, that's where it started, like my showbiz journey. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of your showbiz journey, how has that been? Like, is it challenging? Do you think that you know you're enjoying it, the man? Like, how is it like there? During my first time in showbiz, it was because yeah, like, what all I know is Siguro was dancing. That's it. I'm like, huh? Aren't like celebrities good in acting, dancing, singing, and everything. So, ayun, like ever since I started, it was just mostly dancing for me. Like that's what they know na I can do. Until one time, we had like a look test. A look test is like um you're going to be acting in the camera with like a girl. Parang they're going to check if you have chemistry or something like that. So, uh, that's the first uh, that was my first acting experience. So I was like, huh, what am I going to do, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be happy. I don't, I don't have any idea how to act. Like, legit. Yeah. I have zero knowledge. So, like, you were, you were nervous, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, 
they were just like they just taught me how to like say it and everything and then after that they made me do like a series of acting workshop that's actually my first two years in GMA was mostly workshops talaga. so but my first acting workshop was was really terrifying like grave so terrifying like I'm with, how, did, how did that go like yeah I'm with actors already like big actors already so because I was the youngest in that batch and without any acting experience it's really it's so grave their expectations are like so high siguro. so during my first acting workshop it was really it was really bad for me it was it was really bad like legit yeah but then after that um they actually gave me this project siguro maybe for me to try like acting it was called ano um uh they kaya ng lola ko i was actually with main mendoza for this um for this project so after that i actually found it really interesting it was really fun like the the taping the shooting of the of everything of each episode was really fun so from there on I was like wow i didn't know na I would i would find this fun like i would find it really interesting and parang siguro from there that's where i found my drive to to do better in acting like like it started from there like ever since that taping of mine that show parang it all started from there that's where i got Um, dig all this. Around that's where that's where it started. Like yeah. legit everything. Yeah, and and yeah, going back to what you said, like uh, when you first started filming and shooting, you didn't know if you wanted to do acting. Yeah. And yeah, you were nervous. So like, what was yeah? Sure, what, bro. Is is that it? Like what you said. Um, you started finding it fun. You started seeing like a big opportunity in the acting industry, and that's what made you pursue it like is this do you plan doing this full time like after you know, um, if I had if they were to offer me like a chance to be able to you know reach there reach that you know certain point siguro I would go for it if, if ever I had the chance because one thing they told me kasi na like when they offered me the contract it's like um, this is a big opportunity for me like it's not always na people are offered Like yeah. contracts, like this and everything. So from there, that's where my mom actually. That's where I got to convince my mom actually for me to be able to join um, showbiz because it's I'm and like I'm lucky enough to be offered that um contract for GMA. So ever since that time, I was able to like, okay, so let's do this. That's where my mom actually convinced me that. Hey, that's where my mom actually allowed me to go and pursue. Whatever I want to do, and yeah, yeah, I think it's where my passion is. It was it's where my passion is then. Like I really enjoyed it, everything, like from the dancing, from the acting, singing. We're still working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it and it actually all connects. I think ever since you were young, like what you said, you're a dancer, yeah. and you would perform in front of your family. So it really shows that you're a, an entertainer, and that you know you can use that also in acting. So it, it connects, right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Grab it the first time. It's really, it's really nerve-wracking, especially when you're working with um, really known artists. Like it's very grab the sobrang kabado. Like when you're in the camera, there's a lot of things you're gonna be thinking. Should I? Am I gonna do this right? Will I get bulol? Will I like um, bring out the proper emotion when I'm in acting? Like there's a lot of things going around your head. Eh? Like when you're actually shooting, na. So I think it's also One thing 
parang I found I found really challenging, like through the throughout everything. It's really nerve wracking, like everything. How did you How did you overcome that? Because I'm pretty sure, yeah. Now you said you're doing so much, you know, different shows and whatnot. I'm pretty sure you're getting comfortable with it. So yeah, how did you actually, overcome that? Actually, it was more on the new way, more on the experience now, like. Ever since, um, yeah, from the workshops, because like there are times in in our acting workshops, they would also video and record us. So ever since that, parang I've been getting used to it now. Because like what our acting workshops like three times, three times a week. This is like four hours long, like literally four hours long, and, and the cameras just there. And during my shows, parang well, I just came upon that moment na I wasn't. I didn't really mind it now. Like, I just focused on my... Yeah, I, it just felt normal now. I just focused on my acting. I just focused on my lines my, and everything. And I just, you know, it, I just didn't really, like, care about the cameras now. Okay, so if I'm gonna... I'm gonna if I'm gonna act, I'm just gonna act. I'm not gonna mind those other... Like, other factors that would distract me even more. Yeah. And it actually shows that you know, experience is very important. Like the wisdom yeah. that you get from experiences. Because a lot of people think that it's only knowledge that's important. Like yeah. That's the only asset. But it's actually experiences that you carry um, which will make you a better person in the future. You know, share along. Um, yesterday, I actually just finished um, shooting with a really, with a veteran actor. His name is Christopher De Leon. I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah. Christopher De Leon. He's a very well-known actor. So there was, there was like our scenes because mm-hmm. most of my scenes are with him. Eh, of course, the script. I've already read it before. Pa. Like I've been reading the scripts. I've been studying the script. I've been studying my line, the emotions, and everything. But then when I, when we're on the set, na, when he's down there, that's the only time he's gonna start reading the script. So I'm like, he's just starting reading the script and everything. But then after we throw our lines, like when we get to exchange our lines, we just did the blocking, and then it was good to go. Like grab it. It was just one like his take. First take. Yeah, was it was his first try. It was his first, siguro, like, time the first time he heard the script. And then he's like, what? How do you do that? And yeah, yeah. I think, Gravy, he's been acting since, what, 1970s? So, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, experience, eh. experience really plays a good factor, with, you know, acting also. And I think it's also really good that you have these veterans that you get to act with because I'm pretty yeah. sure they get to mentor you and, you know, yeah, and, and, and build yourself. So yeah, going to that you know whole experiences thing. Um, what are the expectations when it comes to acting? Because I'm curious. Like I'd see people like, do you have to memorize the scripts? Like if you if you get one line wrong, like do you do it again? Like is it is that embarrassing <laughs> in front of everyone? Stuff like that. <laughs> super embarrassing. Super <laughs> embarrassing. If you forget the line, like, you know it's not just the line. Like I'm gonna be there are times in where especially when you're the lead role. Like okay. your script, your lines for like for just one scene. There's sometimes it's gonna be like what two, four paragraphs. Like you're gonna be memorizing all of that in with, one take. Or, yeah, in one not really one take, but you can you can have like like unlimited takes. But the more you have, the more takes you have, the more embarrassing it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's it's yeah. kind of to the director. Yeah, it's super <laughs> nakaya, bro. In. So ayun, you're gonna be memorizing like super long lines but then you also have to consider that you have to act like you have to have you a certain yeah. yeah so but you're gonna be 
that's fir- my first time actually. It was really difficult. It was really difficult because eh? I'm gonna be reading, memorizing the lines, but I also have to act. I also have to like deliver certain emotions. So it was really hard. It was really, yeah, it's really difficult. And one thing is you also have to consider is the cameras. It's like there are multiple cameras around you. So you have to know where whenever, to look. Yeah, if ever you have a scene with like with your co-actor, sometimes you don't even look at your co-actor because you have to face the camera. Yeah. So your your body is like facing the camera, but your face is with the with your co-actor. Yeah. It's gonna be like it's gonna be hard, especially when there's like a group scene. You really have to find your own camera. Like if the camera is there, you really have to move and everything. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that goes around when you act. Like it's not, it's really difficult though. I'm sure like a lot of people, like a lot of aspiring actors and those who want to get into showbiz are actually very curious on how you portray a different character in a show yeah. or a movie. Like where do you get your emotions from? Mostly um, one thing I actually learned, like also from my, from the veteran actors that mentored me was uh, was to always just put um was just always to put your mind onto the character's like um life. So like you have to really think, you have to talk, you have to act like how your character is. Like yeah. okay, if you if you if you're like if your character is poor, then you really have to like um internalize na like na you're poor. Now of course when you're poor you have like certain limitations. Eh? And I think mostly um, when you're like acting, when you're getting these certain emotions, you really have to get a feel of the entire script. Like it's important for you to be able to read the entire script, like not just your character, but the entire script. Like you have to know what your story. background is. Yeah. yeah, you have to know the story, what, you have to know what your background is, your family and everything, because that's where it's going to come from. It. Like when you're, you, you're going to have, when you're gonna say something, you're gonna have to say it based also on your background. Like it's not just about your character. Like you also have to take cons- you to take in- to consider these other aspects of your character. Like it's not always just emotions and everything. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just curious to know, like, do you have a specific routine when you go over the lines? Like, do you practice it like in front of a mirror, like with your mom or something? Like how do you <laughs> what they taught me? What they taught me is like what I always do is that I would always read um the script, like I would memorize the lines, muna. but then I wouldn't start, I wouldn't um start like practicing it. Like it's bad though. Eh? Like when for example, when you're gonna read the script, one thing you should do is to memorize it. Muna. You shouldn't plan on what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed on how you're supposed to act it. Like, it has to come naturally. Eh? Like, you can't just, you can't really plan on what you're supposed to say. Because when once you plan it, it's not natural anymore. Eh? It's like, it, it's, it's really difficult then once you plan it. Because when you're practicing, tapos it's a heavy drama scene, you're going to cry. Once you get to the set itself, once you're going to do it, na, you have no tears. Na. Like, para, yeah. the, your emotions are already gone once you get there. Yeah. So one thing I, I I always do is just to memorize the lines, like make sure I don't get bulol and really like say the lines without any mistakes. And from there, I would mostly think of um. There are actually three steps that I do it. It's like the first step is I have to know the character's obligation, like what 
the emotion is required for this certain line. The second thing is my choice approach. This choice approach is what, like, if I'm angry, this choice approach is like, at what point in my life I was angry? Like, I have, I'm going to be right. looking at that point in my life where I was so angry. And the third one is my, like, my choice itself. Like, how am I, what are the exercises I'm going to do for me to be able to reach this certain emotion? For example, I'm angry. Say in, in our workshops, we always do this um, like exercises that would really bring out you know, like our emotions. So for example, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to be angry. I'm going to be doing this certain exercise to be able to like, get there. So that's one thing I do before I always like, start acting for the ca- in the camera. B- before doing a shoot, how long do the directors or the script writers give you the script? Um, it depends. Because eh? like, if you're like, a regular like cast for that show usually they give you know the entire script the entire month nah yeah so i think during the prima donna's one we actually had a locked in shoot in august and they gave me the script siguro two months before so during that time i was able to practice it and i was able to practice it well but this one yesterday i had a shoot um was the day yesterday wednesday yeah so they gave me that script no monday so I had like what, um, one day, two days to practice. Yeah. Was there like every time when, like let's say midway or something, like the director decides to like change the script or like change the like you know? Oh, yeah, a lot. There are a lot of instances. Yeah, there's a lot of like scenes in where, um, the director would change the line, specifically the line mune. Like they would sometimes, like the lines there. Sometimes the director doesn't want you to say it. Or it depends on the director, the like, like if he or she wants to like, to like um let you say the line, or if he or she wants you to not say the line anymore. But there are also times in where na they would change the line on the spot. So like from from this line, she would completely change it into a different line. And I think that's one like, challenging thing because you already yeah. you know, memorize it, and you have to memorize it also on the spot. It's like after she changed the line, okay, rehearsals, and then take Nagrat. So you really have to like really practice your memorization a lot. How long do these, like example, like one an, an episode for a show, like how, how long does that take to shoot? Like the shoot? Like, yeah, for like a whole episode. Yeah. It depends. Like, it depends. It, it really depends. Yeah. Because there are some shows actually, one of my um, co-actors, they've had experiences in Rekunya, they had to shoot um, one shooting day for like an episode and then it was more it was like 28 hours it was more than one day they were shooting for more than one day like literally 28 hours they were shooting straight. that's for an episode that's for an episode yeah but it depends then because eh, for like this for prima donnas um there are some episodes episode one two and three for that one whole day we can shoot episode one to end three at the same time. Like, it's not always episode one, we're going to shoot it today, episode two tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's different. Like, for example, episode 25 next week, Papapalabas. Then we're going to shoot it now. Na. Together with episode 13 or something like that. It's different. It's not always episode one, episode okay. two, and everything. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what, like, because when I was, like, watching Avengers before, when I was, like, <laughs> reading and, like, learning yeah. about Avengers, like, they also do that pala. Like, they also... Like they'll do the ending first, para yeah, um, yeah, like para para they get to know like what's gonna happen and everything. Like they mix it up. 
same thing with the scenes actually Kunyari, the introduction of the scene like from the start to the finish sometimes they would shoot the ending first yeah like the scene so we would shoot the ending first and then the start of the scene so last because it depends eh? Kunyari, when you're shooting in the morning you would be would shoot all of the morning scenes like they, they don't care if it's the yeah. start or the ending of the story whether if it's in the middle or everything but all the um morning scenes we would shoot it and during the night we would shoot all the night scenes so when you think kunyari, there are some um, instances in where kunyari, diba, this is the scenes like it's day then the next yeah. scene after that is night but in reality when when we shoot that it's like what we shot that eight hours before pa or like we shot that the other day pa so yeah. it, it really depends talaga. for example you have to shoot like this um scene is sunny because the next scene would be like raining so there are times in where we would shoot the like the morning scene the sunny scene that was sometimes we would shoot the rainy scene siguro what next week pa the other day when it's raining now when it's raining yeah I think that's what makes the art of acting and yeah. those in show this very unique. Like you get to create an art in different types of setting and locations and all of that. But um, was there ever a time where you didn't like, like the director wanted you to do this specific scene, but then you wanted to like contradict it? Like you were like, no, I think it look better if we if we do it like this or something like that. Or is it really just all? You know, in the hands of the director. Um, for so far, um, um there are no experiences for like that. Like mostly, it's just the director um telling us what to do so far. But I think there are some times in where <laughs> or thinking that yeah, I think it's better for me to say it in this way or like you know something yeah. like that. But alright, siguro it's mostly it's just really based on the director. Based on like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think regarding that, I think. Well, this is my opinion. I'm not sure. But for those who are, you know, starting to be actors and they're doing a show and they're just starting, like, it's very, you know, ideal to respect the director and yeah, what they definitely. think because they have more experience. But then, for example, if you're like a Robert Downey Jr. or, you know, The Rock, then yeah, yeah for sure, you're going to tell the director, I think this is better. Like, you know, you're, you already have that because yeah. they're established now, sir. Yeah. That. They have, yeah, I think. Yesterday also, like with Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could say is that what he wants, he will get. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they, they both have that kind of yeah. also they know what they're capable of. He's really like familiar now with everything, like with the directors, yeah. with the with the acting things, with the acting experiences. So I think he gets to do that now. Plus, he's really like established talaga. Right. Yeah. Even my handlers, my managers were like congratulating me because like I've been I'm gonna be able to work with him. So like it's a big deal. Uh, it's really big. Yeah. So I understand or like I see how yeah, there are some specific days where you have to use episodes and I'm pretty sure they take long. But then on your days off, like what do you do? Like, you know, besides acting or besides school, I guess. Like, are you supposed to be like, you know, keeping in shape? Or like, yeah. So like mostly, that. um, for example, if there's no school or like, no, like, ganap with Jimmy, mostly I would just um, you call this? I would mostly just practice my acting. Really, I really have to like practice acting. Really have to 
practice dancing as well. Actually, my practice now with dancing is just doing TikToks. Eh. Just doing <laughs> <Not really. laughs> you know, some choreographies. But I think, yeah. And with working out, yeah, I work out every day. Like, as much as possible, not but every day. Just to, you know, you know, stay in shape. Yeah. Was there ever like a time where the director wanted you to, to act for his show or film, but then he wanted, he was like, okay, Vince, I want you, but then I want you to be like super thin for this. Actually, um, for a show, wala pa naman. Like, there's no, there's no, ano pa naman like that. But yeah. then before, there was a time kasi where my, my thighs were so like big. Like, it was really big. And my face was really puffy. So GMA actually asked me to like uh, <laughs> cut down a bit to like lose to lose some weight. Yeah. But then after that, when I did that, I lost too much weight. Just <laughs> <laughs> too, too much. So I had to, you know, gain a bit of weight. Pa. So that's where I actually started like going to the gym lifting weights. Right. And yeah, after that, there were goods. Na, like, okay na. It's perfect. Yeah. And, like, and actually. And it actually makes sense. Like if the if the director tells you to cut weight or to yeah. um get a little bigger, like it means that it's the role that you have to fulfill. Yeah. And it's yeah. really part of the craft in talaga. Eh. Right. Like the commitment towards the craft. For example, diba in Hollywood, there like there are some actors in where they would really like Christian like, they would do method, yeah, method acting. That's what they call it, method acting. Yeah, Mark like, they, they would really do when you're, when you're when their role is like a police officer, you would actually become a police officer in order for them to be able to feel that character. Same with you know, Heath Ledger's Joker. That's what he did. Like he locked I for sure you guys know that. He locked himself yeah. into a room and everything for him to be able to get to that character where he's insane, he's just like he's a psycho and everything. Yeah. It's really um the passion for the craft. Yeah, it's it's an art. It's an art. Yeah, it's really an art. Yeah, so like we had like a few episodes ago, we had a showbiz and actor as well. His name is Neo Tria. He gave us like he gave the listeners and us a sneak peek of how to get into the um, entertainment industry. So in your like experience and you know something that you would like to give advice to the listeners who are aspiring to be actors as well. How do you become an actor? Like how do you get in there? Well, um, if you want to become an actor, it's mostly um. It's mostly um, doing auditions and everything. It's really um, like focusing on yourself, like being able to um, to act, being able to dance, being able to sing. That's one. If you really want it, you have to like go for it. And one thing for sure I can say, like if you want to become an actor or a celebrity, is that um, you know, you gotta have passion to like what you're doing. You have to love what you're doing. Like you have to have that drive to always want more. To be hungry for improvement always, because as much as possible, like you have to be diversified. Like you shouldn't just do, let's say, um, drama or action or comedy. You have to be able to do other things or other genres, diba? Like I mean, if you want to stay longer, diba, in showbiz, you also you also have to um evolve as a person, because you're gonna be left behind. There will, because, diba, in in showbiz, there will always be like a new young talented person coming in like it's not always you who's going to be famous all like always so as much as possible yeah. we always want to stay fresh and to always have something new to offer right you know, for example your specialty is dancing so of course you're going to be dancing but 
do you think it's always going to be dancing? Diba? Of course not. Right. It won't always be dancing. And you also have to be able to learn how to act, sing, host, etc. And yeah. siguro, yun nga, once you're there, one more important thing is that you really have to be um, good as a person. You should always have that value of respect and kindness towards everyone. Like um, mm. respect towards your co-actors, your co-actors, your co-artists, the directors especially, the producers, the cameramen even, and the PAs as well. Because it comes a long way. Like being mm. like kind and respectful to everyone. Because even if you're really talented, but like you're bastos, no one would want to work with you. Dude. Like no matter no matter how talented you are, because everyone can learn new things. Eh? But being respectful and kind, like not everyone can. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And in showbiz, you're gonna be meeting a lot of people, dude. Like li- really lots, lots of people. You're gonna be experiencing so much situations that will make you say, "Wow, it's a showbiz, pala." Like it's really unexpected, and yeah. it won't always be what you think you are seeing. Because people are gonna be like honestly, people are gonna be dragging you down. Dude. Like right. I can't really dwell much on that aspect, but it won't always. But let's say it won't always be good, and it won't always be bad, na man. Yeah. And one thing I learned from that is that um, you have to be strong as a person. Like you shouldn't let the haters affect you at all, because that's what they want. Eh? Like they want you to doubt yourself. They want you to lose. And that's why being able to build that confidence in yourself is um, really important. Because for you to be man enough to accept your own failure, for you to be able to pick yourself up and to continue to work harder with your craft. And in showbiz, I don't really mind the competition at all. Like for sure, there are lots of competitions in showbiz. Like yeah, very competitive showbiz. space. Yeah, like inside showbiz, like competition, like honestly. And for me, I don't really think about that. Like my only opponent myself that's what I always think about and it's always just about respect you bring towards everyone and that should be the people's mindset always and for sure that's those are the things I could say for people who want to like you know go for showbiz and yeah yeah and it's like you're like with what you said it's like you have to find something that's unique about you you shouldn't yeah. copy yeah. other people because yeah like what you said it's a competitive space like you should you should find your in a business term your unique selling point yeah, you have to be yourself. I also really like what you said when, you know, yeah, people are going to bash you. Like, you're going to experience a lot of, you know, doubts and failures in the industry. But in the end, what makes you stand out and what makes you really, you know, rise up the rankings is when you um, look at those failures as something where you should learn from them instead of just, you know, saying, oh, wow, I failed. Okay, uh, I think it's not for me. And yeah, I really, yeah, it's really, really believe yeah. It's really all about motivation. Like yesterday, there was a there was a scene. Because yesterday it was really it was really drama. Like I had to cry. Like legit had to cry. So there was one certain scene that I had to cry, but then I wasn't able to do it. But then fortunately for me, the director was really nice. So after that, it was for me, I really felt bad. Like I couldn't cry that scene, pero when that happened, I actually felt like crying because I couldn't deliver. But then, you know, I told some of my co-artists na shocks this happened and everything. But then, what they told me is, yun nga, it's really like your motivation. Like, even if that thing happened, even if failure happened, it's, it's really up to you whether to do something about it or to just, you know, let it stay there. But obviously, here, you're obviously going to have to do something about it. 
You're really gonna have to work hard for it. And yeah. you know, everything doesn't come easy. Yeah. It's really a process. And with with what you said, like what came to my mind was every day is like a new, like every day it gives you new experiences, right? So yeah. it gives you new inputs to your skill set as an actor. Like for example, that what happened to you? That's a new um, type of emotion that you can carry to your future. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I want to ask you now. Um, I'm sure like what people should realize also when you become famous or when you're a celebrity, the more and more you're hate, there there will be more and more haters, right? There's gonna be you know it's gonna keep. It's gonna keep piling up. As the more you um, grow, so how do you deal with that type of pressure? Now you have haters pala around you. Um, with the haters, um, like me as a person, because I don't really mind like at all. Like I really don't give. That's good. Towards the haters, literally, it's like once you let them affect you, it's just it's just gonna affect you also. Yeah, that's when you lost. It's gonna yeah, it's your loss then. Eh? Yeah. So if you if you do something about it, then they got what they want. What did you get? Well, a hater. Like you got the hater. Like you won't gain anything from them. And I like I really don't mind the haters, especially when yeah, especially here with showbiz. If there's competition, if people are gonna be like talking behind my back, if there are a lot of fake people, and they talk behind my back, okay, Eddie, I'm famous. Yeah, don't really mind, dude. Like yeah. literally at all. Like it's not really it doesn't bother me at all. Like the yeah. haters and bashing everything. I really don't mind it. And I think that's one thing that people should like um you know consider. Like you shouldn't let anyone drag you down at all. It's just it's your life, dude. You have to really focus on yourself and not let everyone just not let not let anyone distract you. Yeah, focus on yourself and your you know yeah. your fan base. True, true, true. And at the end of the day, you know that you didn't even do anything wrong in the first place. So yeah, these bashers, these people hating on you are just like, you know, like why? Like they're just doing it what just to what get clout or something. Yeah, so, <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Let- and also in showbiz, because there are some instances in where people would think now once you're famous and everything, you're gonna be like so mayabang and everything. And for me, I don't think um, it really matters. Like. Um, what they say because for me like it's also important for you to be humble like really humble right. and for me I do that by simply just surrounding myself with my family and friends because these people are the ones who always you know keep me humble and I think yeah like even like with also not with showbiz like with normal everyday people normal jobs and everything so there's gonna be like a point in their lives in where you're gonna reach the top for sure. Like for sure, you guys, you guys are gonna reach the top for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, you. um, like you know, just really surround yourself with your friends and your family to just you know keep your feet on the ground. Right. Yeah. So I think, no, well, no, I don't think. I'm pretty sure a lot of people, all the listeners, right, really gained so much knowledge from you, Vince, and yeah, them, and I'm pretty sure Miguel and I are really, really proud of what what you're doing. Keep doing. Definitely. what you do best and yeah we're also here to support you clubhouse yeah we're here to support you in your future shows movies and whatnot so i think one last question is if there's some i'm pretty sure you know people who want to apply in this industry i think one factor to consider is yeah what you said their confidence because yeah i'm pretty sure a lot of people you know aren't really confident with their acting skills can they really do it they're like you know, iffy if they should join the industry. So what's one advice that you would like to give 
an aspiring actor? One advice I would give to an aspiring actor is, um, I think um, one thing I could say is just really, just be yourself. Just focus on yourself. Just keep on working hard for yourself and not let, you know, those competitions distract you. Because, yeah, once you get there, right? there's competitions, but then it really won't matter because if you're focusing on yourself, if you're really working hard for yourself, then they are the ones who's going to look up to you. And, you know, you should really work for that. And what do you call this? Like, you also have to promise yourself something. You have to, like, set a certain goal for yourself. And for you to be able to have that goal, it's going to drive you even more. It's going to motivate you even more. Right. And I think that's one thing I could say to them, like, especially when you're, like, an aspiring actor. Like, if you want to reach this level, if you want to get there, you have to promise yourself that you're going to get there. Because yeah. that's the thing that's going to drive you the most. That's the thing that's going to motivate you to get there. Yeah. And to those listening, like, we guarantee that there's going to be lots of sacrifices along the way. Yeah. Like, whatever industry you're going to enter, whether that's showbiz or the business industry or medicine, whatever industry you're entering, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices and, you know, there's going to be a lot of dark moments, but definitely as long as you keep going and you don't, you know, let the haters or anyone around you tell you to stop and you just keep moving, then you're going to you know, make it eventually. And nothing's impossible, guys. Always yeah. remember. Yeah. And I think right. to just add to that, I think self-confidence also comes from fulfilling the promises that you make for yourself. Because if you yeah. don't fulfill those promises to yourself, then what more, you know, for you to have self-confidence if you can't even trust your yourself. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you should make those promises. But at the end of the day, you also have to achieve and execute to make those promises. Yeah, so Vince, do you wanna like shout out, you know, your next movie, your next show, or you know, your social oh. media? Okay, so again, yeah. guys, so we're gonna be shooting um the season two of Prima Donnas this August. So really watch out for that. And of course, yeah, please follow me on my Instagram, Vince underscore Chrysostomo. Like my Facebook page, page Vince Chrysostomo, TikTok Vince underscore Chrysostomo. And again, guys, keep on supporting the Clubhouse podcast, of course. <laughs> Thank you. The best podcast. Before we end, before we end, I want to ask one last question. You know, maybe some of your fans will see this and they're listening. What do you want to tell your fans? You know, everyone's supporting you. One thing I would want to tell my fans is that Thank you guys so much for supporting me since day one, of course. And I really value their love and support towards me. And for me, I don't really consider them as my fans, but I really consider them as my family. Like, that's one oh. thing I always say to my fans. I like that. It's not, you guys aren't my fans. You guys are my family. You guys are, like, here for me. So it's one thing I would tell them. Yeah. Hello well, to everyone listening. There you have it. So again, this is the Clubhouse Podcast. Uh, don't forget that we release episodes every Saturday. So there's a new en- there's a new industry every Saturday. And again, my name is Miguel Mendoza, and I'm Zach Pena. See you guys next Saturday at 2 p.m. Bye.